All right, Hannah. So I have been waiting to tell this story on the podcast for your train. I'm just going to ignore the train. That's fine. Um, since July, and we have not recorded really in like three months, minus one episode. We didn't even have an intro for, so. Yes. It's finally time. I'm ready. And you've heard a little bit about it just because I couldn't keep it to myself in general. But today I'd like to discuss a PSA on how you can fly when you don't have a driver's license or a passport. Because sure did have to do that, Hannah. Yes. Sure did have to do that. I took a trip, as most people do, visit some friends. I, for some reason, thought it would be a good idea to fly to LA, have a six-hour layover, go to the beach with one of my friends who lives out there, and then fly to Salt Lake City to visit another friend of mine. Um, and that first day was a, a mess. I had an early flight. I like barely slept. Left at 6 a.m. to go to the airport. I fell asleep on my flight the whole way. Gotta love Zequel. Apparently a woman, had, there was an altercation on the plane while I was asleep because I was, as I was exiting the plane, I was like all the way in the back. I hear a flight attendant talking to the pilot and a police officer saying, you can ban her from your airline if you want to. And I went, uh-oh, that's not good. Then I get off the plane into the little uh, tarmac little tunnel that you get to the airport and there were six police officers standing with a woman in handcuffs I was like, uh-oh. It was, and I was just like so thrown off. Uh, my friend picked me up, uh, Starbucks in hand. Uh, always a great time. Went to the beach, hung out in Venice. Uh, that was an experience. Then I got back to the airport, was waiting for my flight. Delayed. Delayed more. So I had to wait like an extra two hours. Uh, it was storms was what was keeping us down. The flight was supposed to come from Las Vegas. Had a bunch of storms. Finally got in. Pilots like, it's gonna be a rough ride. <laughs> it's gonna be a rough ride. Like the flight's only like an hour and I don't know, 20 minutes, a good e easy, easy flight. As we were descending, people were exclaiming like, <gasps> the guy next to me just death gripped his, the front of his seat in front of him for the whole 15 minutes on the way down. It was not that bad. Like you would have had a hard time, Hannah. Yeah. It would have been rough for you. Yes. Um, I was okay. I just was like, I just want to land because at this point, when I've landed, I've now been in three time zones on this day. Yes. It's almost been like 20 hours total. So we finally land, get to Salt Lake City. Friend comes and picks me up from the airport. It's like 100 degrees. I'm dying. And as <laughs> for cut off the highway and get on like a main road, his car just breaks down in the middle of the road. Oh, just shuts down fully. <laughs> and he's like, let me get my glove because this has happened before. And I was like, what? Apparently his battery, because um, we had to go to a mechanic the next day, his battery like wasn't installed properly at Costco. So watch out if you're getting batteries installed at Costco. Um, they used the wrong fixtures or something. It was an easy fix, but I had to get the car started again. And that was just the first day. Second day. All's good. Uh, we went out to like a, like a bar. I had a lovely time. Um, for some reason, I thought it would be a good idea. I was wearing a dress, and the only purse I brought was clashing with my dress. It had patterns on it. I had a striped purse, and I was like, well, I can't wear clashing styles. 
Um, so why don't I just give all my identification to my friend to put in his pocket? Come the next day, my driver's license has disappeared. It's just gone. Look, I went back to the bar, uh, searched the house. It's just gone. So I'm like, great. Don't have a driver's license. And now Hannah. I have never flown without my passport. Doesn't matter if it's domestic. I always bring it because I get so anxious traveling, especially flying. I get so anxious about arriving late and missing my flight, about not having the right things and missing my flight. Um, so just to make me feel better, I always bring my passport. And this time, Hannah, this one time when I needed it, I was like, you know what? This is the time. I don't need to bring my passport. My driver's license is fine. And you know what? I will never fly without it again. So you're never going to not take a passport. I'm never going to not take it because the one time I didn't have it is the one time I really would have needed it. So I'm like, cool. Looking things up. Can I fly without a driver's license? Okay, online. And they were like, yeah, if you have two IDs with your name and a photo identification of yourself, you should be able to fly. The <laughs> next day... Uh, go to a, uh, like, float down a river. The river was, like, ice cold. My feet were freezing. My butt was freezing. And I brought my waterproof phone case with me. I was like, yeah. Never, never, uh, let me down before. Until it did. <laughs> Get out of the river, like, two hours later, and my, my waterproof phone case is just full of water. And I was like, Fuck. <laughs> My first thought was, fuck. It's like, we got to drive two hours. It was like a two hour drive there. And I like, I'm like, all I want to do is put my phone in rice. By the time we got back, it was already like turning off. So I put it in rice overnight and I am like having a, like panicking. Like I was like sobbing. It's like, I'm never going to go home. It's like, stuck in this Utah. Is, this is my worst nightmare. I'm stuck with the Mormons. In the Mormon country. Like my worst nightmare. If we have any Mormon listeners, we're sorry. I'm sorry. And no offense to you. I had a lovely time otherwise. <laughs> I had some really good calamari, surprisingly. Like some of the best calamari I've ever had was in Salt Lake City. And that's saying something considering I've had calamari both on the West Coast and the East Coast and in other countries. And it was damn good calamari. Mad respect to the calamari game. Besides the point, though, yeah, I was having I was having a horrible time. So the next morning, print out some stuff, get to the airport. Uh, my phone did turn on, thankfully, because I was like, "What the fuck do I do if I don't have a phone? You drop me at the airport, I can't get in. If I don't have the ID, how am I supposed to let you know?" Thankfully, my phone turned on in the morning. The rice did its trick. I was like, "Thank God." Either way, I pl- printed out my boarding passes just in case, because I was like, "I don't want to deal with this if." decides to shut off at the airport so i get dropped off i go to the 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 tsa officer and i'm just like so i don't have my driver's license i was like what will you accept (laughs) hannah what do you think they allowed as identification two forms of identification i'm gonna guess because i know you probably would have had it on you some sort of school id (laughs) my michigan state university student id and my debit card and they were like cool um, so what happens, Hannah? The TSA man he calls on the radio and he's like, I need a 204 or whatever. Calls like a code in. And I'm like standing there. So then a, a lovely TSA agent collects me, takes me through security. I get to skip the line and then proceeds to search through every single thing that I own. 
swabbing all of my shoes, all of my belongings, an extensively thorough check. Now, Hannah, it's a good thing I decided not to buy any edibles when I was in California, because although they're legal in both California and Michigan, they certainly are not legal in Utah, uh, and that would have been bad. Um, however, I would have thrown them out, like I was going to be searched anyway, I would have had them. Um, I don't want to do anything illegal for those people out there. Yes. Don't do illegal drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Wink. Wink. <laughs> legal drugs. In legal states. Yes. Whatever you want to do, you know? However you'd like to spend your time. Mm-hmm. So it took me so thoroughly swabbed everything I owned. And I was like, this is great. You know, I was like, going to pull out all my toiletries and all my things. Thankfully, did not like, he did not like thoroughly like pull out every single item. He just like opened up right. every single, like my bag and my suitcase. And like, t- he had to take out every single pair of shoes. And he was judging me for the amount of shoes that I brought because I love shoes and I have a hard time matching outfits so I had brought like a pair of like boot heels and a pair of sandals and a pair of tennis shoes and a pair of boots because you know you gotta have options and he was like sorry I have to swab all of your shoes and I was like I'm sorry I have too many shoes for you sir but anyway so then I made it home I eventually did get home I cried like the entire way home I could not stop crying I had I was like tearing up constantly I had to keep wiping my eyes. I go to the bathroom, like, while I'm in the airport waiting. And then, like, while I was driving home. And then my phone died two days later. And I had to get a new phone. And so I was out of phone for, like, three days. Um, but then we're good. So you got I got a new phone. I made it through security. Um, and now I know what to do in that circumstance. So I have at least, at the very least, that anxiety of the what, what happens, what if. I have an answer to now. Um, and just for all of you out there... Yes. There's an answer. Um, carry a school ID around. Carry a school ID. And anything with your name on it. Um, and they will not accept a photocopy of your passport or your driver's license. I learned that too. They were oh, like, we won't accept it. That makes this. sense. And I was like, I get it. Yeah. I was like, just get, you know, got to try what you can. Yes. I was like, I don't know what, what to bring. I don't know what they're going to accept. But I was allowed to fly. Um, but they will thoroughly search you for drugs and swab all of your belongings and shoes. Yes. Because, you know, a shoe bomber. Don't want to be a shoe bomber. Nope. Melissa fits the uh, mold of a shoe bomber. Sure do. She loves shoes, so. I do love Lots shoes. Lots of places to put a bomb. We're going to get flagged by TSA. <laughs> oh, you want to fly again? Welcome. This is Research Rank Repeat. My name is Hannah. My name is Alyssa. And it's been a minute. It has. Hello. We're not sorry (laughs) for not keeping our schedule. Mm -mm. Hannah, would you like to describe what happened? Yeah. Just a a Um, gist of what happened. So we were going to take a month off in the summer because last year... It got really busy, and mm-hmm. we were traveling, and we decided ahead of time that we were going to take a month off. That yes. was planned, and we had warned everyone about that. We had said we were taking a month off. And it was great. It was great. Worked out well, reinvigorated um, us, got right back to our weekly schedule. Yeah. We started this podcast at the beginning of COVID, when we literally couldn't leave the house. Couldn't do anything. We had nothing to do. Couldn't we spend had, time with our friends. Yeah. We had a lot of time. We weren't traveling, any of that. 
Turns out when you can travel again, when you can do things, it is hard to maintain a podcast that releases every week. Sure thing. And yes. we we've been had been talking about changing our schedule yes. next year, like in June, yes. May. I think we started talking about like, hey, we need to start thinking about how we're gonna are gonna change right. our schedule moving forward because we're like it's not sustainable. Yes. <laughs> um. Anyways, so we you know took the month and then we took another month and then we took another month. Although to be fair, there was extenuating circumstances. Yes. There's some COVID, some health issues. COVID. We had. Family, family health issues, issues. traveling, um, work. I moved. Yeah, work um, stuff. Yeah. So a lot of stuff going on. Life happens. And we got really burned out. Yes, we were very burned out. Um, not <laughs> just the podcast, but because the world sucks. Yeah. Hannah and I had Although, this grandiose idea that we could accomplish two incredibly large-scale podcast things. Projects, yeah. Projects. One would include a Pixar-level movie selection um which we thought we could watch all of them in like two months yes which that was a surprise did not happen didn't work um that's still gonna come out but it's gonna be next year probably maybe january or february but we won't give any specifics because we still are figuring that out the other one was um our we had talked about doing a book related podcast again 13 books. Yes. Um, and we, again, thought that we could have that done by October. And a spoiler, we sure didn't. We didn't do any of it. Sure didn't do any of that. We get very overambitious. And mm-hmm. sometimes we think we can do more than we can. Yes. Um, like Nemo. Yes. Sometimes you think you can do these things, but you just can't, you just Nemo. can't Nemo. Fuck you. I think that was the line <laughs> from the movie. Um, I think so. Anyways, so we have decided for the rest of this year, we are going to release some episodes. I'm not going to say one every two weeks because it might not. It might not be. But we do have episodes planned till the end of the year. Yep. And then we're also going to start next year, probably do two a month. Two a month, roughly. Roughly two a month. We will probably still have, like, for instance, when they release a Pixar movie or when any of our new movies come out that fit, like Fast and the Furious. Family. Um, we'll do our mini episodes. Those are pretty easy to do because it's really a low effort in terms of like, we don't have to do a lot of prep work for those. We just have to watch the movie, take some notes and record a shorter episode. So those will probably come out whenever like the movies or Mm -hmm. related things come out. But we're, I roughly going to do two a month Mm -hmm. and they might not always be on Wednesdays. Nope. They might be on different days of the week. We're not going to commit to specifically Wednesday anymore. Maybe still just out of habit. They'll probably come out middle of the week, but yeah. Yeah. And we discussed, we both still enjoy it enough to not just give up on it. Right. We do enjoy it, but we got, we both got way too burnt out. Yes. Um, We needed like a long break from it. But anyways, we thought what better way to come back. In, November. in the middle of November, then to release our Songs of the Summer. Yeah, episode. Songs of Summer, you know, that ended in uh, September. September, like, 10th. It said, wake me up when September ends, and yeah. we waited an extra month and a half. But two months. Two months. We waited two, it's two months late, yes. which is fine. This is something we liked doing last year. Mm-hmm. It was fun for us, and we like the music episodes. I like songs, and I like summer. Yeah, who doesn't? So we said, fuck it. So what if it's not September? Oh my god, that was a aggressive crack. Pop in my hip. Hip popping. Old geezer. Yeah, old as shit. Um, and we were like, fuck it. 
It's November. We still want to release this episode. We still want to do it. I did all the work. I made a playlist with uh, 74 songs in it. We're going to do it. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah. Similar to last year, we're doing top five best, top five worst. I will say this year it was a lot harder to find worst songs. Yeah. I think last year had 62 songs or 60 something. I could have looked it up, but I didn't do that. This year we have 74 songs, okay. which is more than do more than last year. want to kind of refresh for people how we picked the song, how the song process sure. worked? Because so, I don't know if people remember from last yeah, year. Yeah, so I followed the same um, process as last year. So initially what we had planned to do was to go through, the Billboard has a Songs of Summer list that starts in, I believe, the end of May mm-hmm. and runs through early September. And when we did that last year, it gave us, like, 20 songs. Mm-hmm. Like, 22 songs. The whole list never changed the entire summer. Like, there were, like, two or three new entries. So to add more songs to that, we looked at the Billboard Hot 100, and we added the top 30 songs of those weeks that the Songs of Summer ran. So that's the background. Um, we also, last year, provided a background about, like, Billboard and the Hot 100 list and things like that. And since we already did that... I'm not going to do it again, because yes. what's the point? If you're curious, you can go listen to it. You can it. go listen to the episode. It's called Songs of Summer. Applebee's has rats. Yes. Because of uh, fancy like Applebee's. Because we found a hole in our cop salad. We sure did. Um, but I do have some interesting things that I found just going through the list. So, Hannah, would you believe it if I said that three songs that were on our list last year are now still... On the Songs of Summer list of this year. I know Stay. Stay, which was one of your top songs. Yes. By Justin Bieber. I don't remember the other two. Um, Bad Habits, Ed Sheeran. Oh, okay. Was on the list last year. And Heat Waves by the Glass okay. Animals. Yes. Um, so these three songs just stayed on the list for a whole year in the whole summer. I just automatically discounted those three because I was like, well, that's a song I of did too. 2021 summer. So... The, there were very specific artists who dominated this list. Of the 74 songs, there were nine songs from a Drake album, specifically just Drake. All but two of those were only on the week for were only on the list for one week and then immediately left. Drake was also featured on several collaborations as well, so he had upwards of 10, 10 plus songs on this list. Beyonce had seven songs off her new album appear on this list, and then Bad Bunny had five songs. From his album appear on this list and so that was interesting in that Beyonce was the only American artist who had like a dominant presence because um, Drake is technically Canadian right I mean not technically he is Canadian, he is Canadian. Um, but you know I think North American artists like Canada and US are pretty like you wouldn't necessarily be like oh international artist right Drake. when I when you think yeah. international you think more for some reason Canada never seems like international because maybe because yes. it's so you know, entwined I, in America. I should look this up before I claim that, but Bad Bunny, I believe, I, although technically I guess Bad Bunny is Puerto Rican, which is technically yes. a U.S. territory, but I should double check that before I claim that he is Puerto Rican. I'm almost positive, but uh, yeah, Puerto Rican rapper. Okay. okay. Uh, he was the most streamed, Spotify streamed artist 2020, 2021, and 2022, making him incredibly popular. Uh, in the United States and internationally, um, especially as he is a uh, Spanish singer. Interestingly enough, there's no Rina Sawayama on this list, mm-hmm. even though she released an album um, and had a song that was came out in the summertime. Uh, shed a tear. 
Also Fletcher. But... And Fletcher. I know. Okay. Fletcher also released a great album as well. Yes. Um, Lizzo also only had one song that charted, which was shocking yeah. to me during the summer as she released an album as well. And we also got a slew of songs that had released many years ago, upwards of almost 30 years ago. One being um, remixes with Elton John. Yes. Both Dua Lipa and Britney Spears had um, like re-releases of his past songs yes. featuring them. Um, we had a weird instance where a song that charted this summer, Running Up That Hill, A Deal With God by Kate Bush, was released in 1985. Debuted at number 30 on the Billboard Hot 100 in the United States. And then in 2022, it debuted at number 3 on the Billboard Hot 100. And it stayed on the charts for weeks and weeks yeah, and weeks. Yeah, I would have um, to imagine that's because of Stranger Things. Yes, so this was popularized by the show Stranger Things. Yes. was used in both groupings of the season. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a huge, huge yeah. song. It played everywhere constantly. But I thought it was very, very interesting that a song that had charted and charted better... In 2022 yeah. that it had in the year it was released. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. That, like, music will come back like that. Mm-hmm. And I um, I don't know. I didn't really do any research to see, like, how often that happens. Right. I think that happened with, like, Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. I think that's happened with a few songs here and there. But it is really interesting. Yeah. Like, uh, culture, like, TV, movie culture. Yeah. How that can impact music industry. But, yeah, that's my little bit of background okay. that I had. I just, the one thing I wanted to say, there was, like... I was kind of happily or pleasantly surprised with the mix of music we got. Yeah. Granted, there was a lot of, like, certain artists, Mm -hmm. and that's, like, obnoxious to me. But there were some songs I wasn't expecting to be, like, hits Mm -hmm. that were kind of, like, cool to see. Yeah. Um, I don't think there was that many bad songs. I had a lot lot harder time picking good songs than I did finding bad songs. I did as well. And there wasn't a ton of country. Not a ton, thankfully. So. So that's a win. Yeah. But yeah, I think overall I was happy with the mix of songs we got. Yeah, I yeah. would agree. Okay. All right. Okay. I think we should start worst. I think so. That's how we started last time. And okay. I think, uh, first is worst. I think that's the way to go. So my number five worst, it's called Five Foot Nine. It's by Alyssa's favorite country artist, Tyler Hubbard, who's a Florida Georgia line. Oh, that's why he sounded shitty. Alyssa loves this the nasal of Florida Georgia line. Oh, I'll hate it. Look, I, I like country music. Unfortunately, this batch of country music sucked. This song, it's just like too twainy, and it's like too much for me, and the lyrics were just like annoying. You know, that song did not make my list. Okay. It was like number six. Okay. It was a consideration. Yes. I certainly considered it. I was wondering why I hated yes. the sound so much. that would be why. I'd say this is a controversial pick for me. Number five, I have Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. I'd like to preface by saying that I do not think this is a bad song. I just do not like it. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's so whiny, but in a bad way. It's not a pop punk whiny that works for me. This is just like, I don't know. I hear this song and I just feel unhappy. And I know this is like a popular song. Like a lot of people really like this song. So I I don't think it's like in terms of songwriting and production, I don't think it's bad. I just personally... Greets my ears. It's like a preference thing. It's a preference thing, yeah. Yeah, because that song didn't really do much for mm-hmm. me, but I didn't hate it. I just kind of, it was a mid-pack song for me. Number four. The song is called You Proof by Morgan Wallen. It's the same thing as you. I don't hate it. I don't think it was the worst song, but I just think it's like annoying and like lyrically it's very like basic. 
Mm-hmm. Like, he's basically comparing a girl to U-proof, like, proof of a whiskey. And I'm like, I, I just, it's a, it just feels like a man thing. And I just don't understand <laughs> but, it. But, yeah, isn't that what all, like, bro country is? Is just yes. drinking with the boys. Hence hunting, why it's on my list. Fishing. Women. Yes. Hence why it's you to my mama. Yes. Yeah. Not on my list as well, but I certainly did not enjoy it. All right. And number four, I have another one. Hannah, why does DJ Khaled have to come back every year (laughs) to ruin ruin my day? Ruin my day. The song is Staying Alive, DJ Khaled, Drake, and Lil Baby. It's just not, it's like a play on Staying Alive by the Bee Gees, but it's just like not good. Drake is fine. Drake is mid, as the kids would say these days. <laughs> um, little baby, I could, I don't care for. No, he's fine. Whatever. I just don't like DJ Khaled as a producer, as an artist. I don't want to have to hear another one. We the best music, DJ Khaled. It's just I, I'm spiteful. Yeah, I just don't want to listen to it. I get it. Hotter than a hoochie coochie. Hotter than a hoochie coochie. This is Like I Love Country Music by Kane Brown. Mm -hmm. I think that line is all I need to say. (laughs) The tempo makes me really uncomfortable. It's a really weird tempo. It's like- It's like too slow but too fast. It's like a good Garth Brooks song, but like if you accidentally fell down the stairs while producing it. Right. Yeah. It's like- it's really weird tempo, and it made me really uncomfortable the first time I heard it. Yeah, that song almost made me listen. It's like as too well. slow, but too fast. It was a contender yeah. for sure. I think that's what I think that line specifically made me want to throw up. Yeah, but also like the tempo just kept like messing with yeah. me. What surprised me, you know, that only one country song. I know. I thought you'd have more country. I just really wasn't feeling the country music. Yeah, I just had a couple songs I liked worse that like just made me go eh. So <sighs> number four, I have. Sorry, number three, I have Super Gremlin by Kodak Black. I hate any song that uses the high-pitched chipmunk-esque voice like Lonely by Akon. And the chorus is all that, including a line where Kodak Black calls someone a pussy-ass bitch, and that being the chorus, um, and not used in any way that's warranted or, like, hits right. You can use those words if you want. Uh, This is not that. And I could not listen to the song all the way through. Every time I heard it, I had to skip. And I was like, immediately, first time I heard it, I was like, this is going on the worst list somewhere. Yeah. Where? That was like, just didn't, almost made my list, but didn't. You know who did make it, though? God did. By DJ Khaled and like a million people. I'm not going to listen. There's like eight people on this song. It's like John Legend, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z. I think I saw Rick Ross was on there. Like all this stuff. I think the song would be good if DJ it's Khaled like wasn't eight in it. It's minutes long. It's eight minutes long. As soon as I heard DJ Khaled's voice, it ruins the song for me. You know why this song didn't end up on my list? Because I really liked the Jay-Z lyric. Okay. I liked the Jay-Z part. He and saved that's it. the only reason okay. it wasn't on here. See, if, if I think if DJ Khaled wasn't on this song, I'd like it more. But he ruined it. As he does with most, most songs. Pretty much everything. Ugh. God damn, he needs to go away. He was on the worst list last year, too. Yeah. Cash in, cash out. Cash in, cash out. Cash out, cash out. Cash out, cash out. That is the chorus. 
The song is by Pharrell Williams featuring uh, 21 Savage and who else is on it? Uh, Tyler, the creator. I cannot stand this hook. Uh, Pharrell, what are you doing? I think Pharrell is a perfectly fine musician. He's made good songs, but this is like, this is bad. That, you cannot have a chorus like that. Come on. Get your shit together, Pharrell. You know when you, like in Mean Girls, when the CD player gets stuck? And it just, that's what, <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Yes. Yes. That song also almost made me Oh, the song bothered me so much. Okay. Taking the number one spot. Alyssa said to me, like two weeks ago, we were talking about the list briefly, and I said, we were talking about the country music, and I said, there's one song I absolutely hated. I turned it off. Alyssa said, there was one song I liked. And I said, watch it be the song I hated. I don't know if I ever said that my number one song was She Had Me at Carolina by Cole Swindell. I don't think I ever said that. You did not, but that's okay. okay. I'll cut that in. Yeah, we can cut it in. I will say, the song's not bad. What I hated, I heard this song and I said, this sounds just like Heads Carolina, Tails California, which Mm -hmm. is like a country song. Yeah. And then I was like, this is a play on that. I heard the song. I immediately just said no. I shut it off and I turned on the original song because I love the that original is, song so much. The problem is I don't have the context See, of knowing the that's original. That's why it bothered me so much is because I love the original and this song just felt like such a ripoff. I will say if I hadn't heard the original, this song actually probably would have been like the best country song because I don't think it's that like bro country annoying. Yes, this is not on my best okay. list by any means, but it certainly was the only country song when I was listening to this list that I went, you know what? Yeah. I would be okay hearing this. Because like it's not someone, too annoying. If someone played this on their yes. playlist at a party, I could listen to it and I wouldn't be upset. I think my love for the original and then not being disappointed, yeah. that's what made me annoyed. That's fair. Yes. I, I got it. I understand. You don't have to write a whole song about how you want to fuck somebody and that you have to marry them to do that. The song is Take My Name by Parmley. Parmley? Yeah, I think it's Parmley. Parmley. Look, I don't have a problem with people who, you know, it's very important to them that they get married and, you know, that's part of their, like, their life and that's cool and all. But the whole song is just him being like, everyone says we're going too fast, but I want you to take my name and be mine. Yeah. And it basically is just like, we're young and in love. (laughs) Yeah. But we can't be together till we get married. So let's do it as fast as possible. Yeah. And I just, I'm like... I don't want to listen to this. There. There's the the lyrics are just annoying. I just don't it's just like the kind of country I don't like listening to. Yeah. You know? Like it's you. like I can listen to the fun country, you know. It's this like the serious like ugh. I don't know. Anyway, yes. it was my least favorite song. Yes. It, it made me go ick the first time I heard it and I was yes. like ugh. Ugh. Anyways, moving on to best. Moving on to best. Which was hard. Do you have any honorable mentions at all? I would like to honorable mention Running Up That Hill. Okay. Because I didn't... It was hard for me because it's technically not a song of this mm-hmm. summer. It is, yep. but it's not. I yeah. I would also like to shout out, because I didn't put either on there, both Elton John remixes. Yeah, I had a similar thing where I... Running Up the Hill, I listened to a lot this summer. But again, it wasn't like, I didn't feel like it was a song of this summer. Same with um, Woman by Doja Cat Mm -hmm. and That's What I Want by Lil Nas X. They're both on this list. Both songs that I love. But I heard, like, Lil Nas X album came out, like, last fall. And Doja Cat's album came out in the winter. So, like, I already been listening to these songs for months and months and months. Yes. Um, So, yes, for a similar reason. Okay. 
All right, my number five, which is Vegas by Doja Cat. It was on the um, pic- the motion picture soundtrack for Elvis, the movie that came yes. out. Um, I just think it's like a really cool idea and a really cool mix. Like to use like Hound Dog by Elvis and like mix it in, like make it in like a rap song is really mm-hmm. cool. And I just think like her like lyricism and like her like lines flowed really well. Yeah. And it was just, like, fun to listen to. Yeah. And plus, I like that the backing is actually the original version mm-hmm. of that song yeah. before Elvis sang it. Right. Yeah, which I think is cool, too. Yeah. This was a song I liked, but did not make my list. Before I do my number five, I actually do have, like, an actual Song of Summer honorable mention. That being um, As It Was by Harry Styles. There was a good three weeks where this song was just constantly in my head. However, I don't think it, like emulates summer to me but i had like one brief moment of obsession and then it went away so i didn't feel like i could encompass my summer with it so take that for what you will okay my number five song that beat out harry styles is um mi porto bonito by bad bunny featuring um chencho corleone i probably butchered the name apologies this is like such a great dance song Like, this is the song you want to move to. I heard this song several times, like, throughout the summer, just independent of this list. And it's just like a, it's a bop. It's got the, I want to move to it. I want to jam to it. Um, I totally understand why he's, like, the most streamed artist Mm -hmm. for three years straight. Because, like, he makes good music. I really wish his music was coming out when we were in college. Yeah. Because that would have been really fun to dance to at, like, bars and stuff. Number four. So the song's called Alone by Rod Wave. Which I had never heard of the artist before. I just think the voice is really cool. And it's like super raspy. It's almost like a rock sound voice. But it's like a rapper. So it's it's pretty cool. And I just like really like the song. I just thought it like captured me. Yeah, I uh, also really liked the song. It didn't make my list. But it definitely yeah. was a song that I really liked. And I enjoyed listening yeah. to. Number four, I have um, Sunroof by Nikki Yore. Um, this is also an artist that I'd never heard of before. And this is like... I feel like this is the alternative hit of the summer. That is like what I want to play when I'm driving in my car, just kind of vibing. It's kind of mellow. It's it's fun, but it's not too upbeat. It's kind of more like low key. The first time I heard it was not on this list. Yeah. It was just on the radio or on a Spotify playlist. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I can dig this. Like this is something that I would listen to independently just on my own. Yeah, that's one almost made my list. I agree. Okay, number three is Bad Decisions. It's uh, Benny Blanco with BTS and Snoop Dogg. It's the combo I didn't know I needed, but, like, I'm totally about it. Like, something about... Something is so amusing to me about BTS and Snoop Dogg on a song together. But it works. But it works. Like, it works. And I, like... I don't know. I think BTS's music is always really catchy. And they had... um, I had them on last year's list. I think I had Butter. Butter, yeah. I think it was on my top five. They have really catchy songs, but I think, like, adding other artists, like, having Snoop Dogg on a track with them is, like, kind of genius. Mm-hmm. And it just worked really well. And it was, like, almost the unexpectedness of it when I heard the song. And I was like, is that Snoop Dogg with BTS? Like, it caught me off guard, but in a good way. Yeah. I really liked that song. It didn't make my list, yeah. but I enjoyed it. And I, I must... Was... We're having, like, a good... Yeah. Like, I don't... We, we have not we had, had one a, song I think in we common. probably will have I one. I think we might have one yes. song in common. Hopefully. Yes. I think we'll have one. Yes. And only one. Yes. 
Number three, I have I Like You, a happier song by Post Malone featuring Doja Cat. This is also another song that I just heard on a playlist. And I've always really liked Post Malone. Mm-hmm. I think I had him on my list last year too, if I'm remembering correctly. He's not an artist that I'm like, wow, I love Post Malone. Let me go to his concerts. Let me, I'm like, not a Post Malone fangirl, but I'm always very pleasantly surprised every time I hear it at like new songs of his. And I'm like, yeah, I can jam to this. Like, this is another one that's like a good, like, if I'm just kind of doing something in like having it in the background while I'm cooking or like while I'm driving. And Doja Cat's good on it. I like the combination. Works well. Yeah, I agree. I heard the song too and I liked it. It just, like, there were so many good songs that it didn't make my list. Alright, this song. Okay, number two is As It Was by Harry Styles. It was interesting because you said the reason you didn't add it is because you didn't feel like it was a summer song. Yeah. I literally wrote down such a summer song. (laughs) It's just, like, pure fun and happiness. Like, to me, the idea of a summer song, to me, because everyone has their different definition, right? right? But to me, it's, like, a song that I would play in the car and, like, imagine myself, like, driving anywhere in the car. And I've been listening to this song throughout the summer and still. It's still, like, on a lot of my playlists. I just think it's, like, such a fun beat. And I agree with you. It's kind of one of those addictive songs where you listen and then you Mm kind of pause from it. Um, I get what you mean by that, but I also just felt like, to me, it, like, embodied a summer song. So I went with it. Which is fair. And yeah. I love Harry. Harry's great. The whole the album was great. Yeah. I liked the album. It was a good album. This is the song, however, that took over as it was. Like Beyonce, I, too, am in the mood to fuck something up. Uh, number two is Cuff It by Beyonce. I know that Break My Soul was, like, the the main single from her new album. However, when the album came out, and I did a run through. This is the song that I was like, wow, I like this song a lot. It's so catchy. I feel like a lot of artists are leaning into disco yeah. heavily, which I'm all for because they're doing a lot of good stuff with mm-hmm. it. It just like hits well. Beyonce sounds really good on it. The mix is really good. It just has a lot of really, really good elements. And again, it's another song that I can dance to that I can, you know, listen to this at a party or I could listen to this cooking or I could listen to this like doing stuff, cleaning. I could listen to it in a lot of different scenarios. And yeah. For me, that's like a song of summer. I got to have it in like all of my okay. my cycle of things that I would do in the summer. So That's interesting because I replaced, as it was for Cuff It, mm. you replaced Cuff yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah. had it flip-flopped. Yeah. So that's interesting. <laughs> all right. And I think we both have the same number one song. Hopefully. Yeah, we, show, we, we should. should. We should. Number one for both of us is About Damn Time by Lizzo. It's about damn time. It is. Lizzo's a queen. In a minute, I'm going to need a cinnamon roll to help pump me up. Yes. Iconic. Yes. Iconic lyrics. Lizzo just makes great music. Ugh. She makes hit after hit. Which is why I'm sh- I was yeah, shocked. I was, was shocked that that was the only song that made this yes. entire summer list. I've danced to it at a wedding this year. I have continued to listen to this yeah. song past summer. Yes. Like, when I heard this song and started listening to it, I was like, this is my song of the summer. Yeah. Like, I made that assessment Pretty early yes. on. Um, and this kind of came out like even a little before summer. It did. Like in the spring. I listened to it everywhere. It's just a good song. It's a great song. It's catchy. It's lyrically great. It's got all of like Lizzo's quirks that yeah. she likes to throw in there. Yeah. Lizzo's great. Yeah. A true queen. We love Lizzo. We love Lizzo. And, and I was, I was going to say, if we do not have that one song in common, we've done something wrong. Yes. Because literally, that's the only song we have yes. in common on both of our lists. That's so weird, but yeah. Yeah. She deserves number one. She does. We had similar artists we did. on both lists. We both had DJ Khaled. We both had DJ Khaled. <laughs> we both had um, Doja Cat. Yeah. 
just yeah, different songs. Just different songs. My five worst. Number five was five foot nine. You proof like I love country music. God did, and she had me at Heads Carolina. Best number five. I had Vegas. Alone. Bad decisions. As it was about damn time. Um, for my worst, number five, I had Bad Habit, then Staying Alive, Super Gremlin, Cash In, Cash Out, and Take My Name. For best, um, number five, I had Me Porto Benito, Sunroof, I Like You, Cuff It, and About Damn Time. Yeah. Yeah, I think overall it was a good mix. Yeah. One, we had more songs than we had last yes. year, which that makes it harder to have more. And honestly, like, I feel like it was a better mix than last year. It was a better variety. It, was better it variety. felt like last year a lot of the songs were very similar, mm-hmm. except for a couple here and there. But this year yeah. I felt like there was a good mix of, like, different kinds of music. Yeah. But all good. I still, though, I am shocked about the songs that somehow stayed on the chart for a whole year. Yeah. A full year of heat waves? Yeah. No. Again, because we mentioned this last time. Do we think this is because of COVID? Probably. Like, is there an impact because of COVID? Probably. I was going to say, though, the one thing I noticed, a lot of these songs I recognize because of TikTok. TikTok, yeah. Or Instagram. I know we had talked about that. Because um, um, Numb Little Bug, or whatever yeah. it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the song, like, Genji. It was like... Oh, uh, Glimpse uh, of Us. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those songs I recognize because of TikTok. And we talked about that um, yeah. last year. Because that, that was the same thing. Yeah, that there was a lot of influence from TikTok. Right. And, um, I was like, oh, I know this song because of yeah. TikTok. But yeah. Right. So it's interesting. I think it was a good mix. I think overall I enjoyed this group better than last year's. I think I did too. Like the, yeah. the mix, the variety. I would agree. Minus DJ Khaled. Minus DJ Khaled. But yeah, we will... You know. We'll be back in like two weeks. Hopefully. Roughly. We have plans, but we don't have a set date. Yeah. But we know what we're doing next. Yes. And it will come out maybe before November ends. Yes. But maybe not. Maybe not. We're not going to make any promises. Yeah. It's a real comfort to the soul. Yeah. We don't have to feel like failures when we don't deliver. Yes. In a timely manner. But yeah. We have our Instagram, Twitter r3podcasts at gmail.com is our email. I think that's it. Yeah, if you want to tell us about your songs of summer in November, uh, feel free to message us. Let us know. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be back uh, in a bit with another episode. See you then. Bye. Bye. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's r, the number three, p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat.